When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Already my week has been made. The week has already been made, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Uh, because we, now we have Brittany is at home in her studio. Unless, yeah. That looks more like a jailhouse to me. It's like and, a, I mean... A closet we don't use very often. My wedding dress is here in case we need it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we've got some extra boots as well if we need it. Kind you got it all going? Stuff. Yeah. Okay, there are a billion things to talk about this morning. Uh, and a, a bunch of them have to do with me asking you a question. Then there are other people. Um, I got to tell you one thing that just happened uh, on the Tom Bernard show here. I asked AJ and Tevin a question <laughs> because... I uh, was listening to a man in New York years ago, and I cannot remember his name. He's a morning guy, legendary morning guy in New York, who drank himself to death on the air. He died on the air because he, he got so drunk, he, he died. I, and so I can't remember his name. These two in the last three minutes came up with five guys who have died on the air from drinking. Oh, that's so bleak. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be just a quick, like, that's something that probably doesn't happen that often. We'll just do a quick little Google search, and it was scrolling through name after name okay. after name. Here, here was my Google search. Okay. Radio DJ that drank himself to death on air. And then it's just article after article after article <laughs> after article. And I was like, oh how about Ted McGee? And he's like, no, I've never heard. Like, wow, I forgot about that guy. Or like Alan Carrington. <laughs> oh, I haven't. No, but that, that's not what I was talking about. I've never, you know. Yep. <laughs> My gosh. We never did get to the guy I was talking no, about either. No, I, I, I think it's a lost 20. cause. <laughs> These guys drank themselves. All of them. Well, one did, you know, one did at KQ. Back in was K. Adam and K. Eve. You knew that, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. What do you I mean? just took a sip of water and then almost <laughs> Well, you don't have because... to respond when you have water in your mouth. Oh, my gosh. But question. <laughs> I didn't know this person, did I? No, no, this is long before our time. Okay. Then what I don't know it? who you're talking about. Okay, so stay in the closet and be quiet. How about that? I don't know who you're talking about. How would no, you? I didn't even know them. I thought you were, you asked me if I, if I knew who they were, and I said no. No, no, no. I said, have you heard about this? Mm-mm. Okay, let's, I need you to get up an hour early if you're going to live in the closet. Okay. Pay attention. You heard okay. me. Are you going to be like even more lazy in the closet than you were when you were here? I didn't put on hard pants. I'm wearing <laughs> leggings. <laughs> so there you go. Here's your answer, Tom. Right there. So anyway, yeah, at K. Adam and K. Eve. Get it, Adam and Eve? Huh? Mm-hmm. That was KQ's FM and AM back before it was KQRS, which stands for... Oh, I would just look this up recently. This KQRS, what does that stand for? Yes. Oh, I have no idea. Quality radio station. Very good, quality yes. radio station. So they lied to him from the very beginning. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, there was a guy in New York that was really, really good. God, I cannot believe I can't remember his name. He was legendary. And all of a sudden I got a call. I was like, yeah, did you hear what he did? He died on the air. I'm like, What? <laughs> and then we started looking it up. I think we're at about 50 people who have yeah. died on the air. Oh. <laughs> like, Jesus. I didn't know that. Does that indicate to you that the, the business might be a little unstable? I think yeah. it also attracts <laughs> some people, yeah. right? Like, oh, yeah. The yeah. attraction, too. But it also, on a positive note, it's a very low bar for all of us. That's true. Yeah, we just have to not drink and die on air, and we're doing great. Way ahead of the crowd. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, it's uh, 
Honest to God, we were literally at like 12 people who died on the yeah. air. And it's still not the guy I was talking about. We'll find out. Anyway, you got to check the uh, weather. And I do have to ask you a question after the weather, uh, or maybe you know somebody that could answer this question. Another record high or tie possible today. Record high. Uh, the record is 89, set in 1953. Hot and breezy, mostly sunny with a high of 89 today. Uh, tonight, warm and partly cloudy of low of 69. Then Tuesday, increasing clouds, still warm with late uh, and nighttime showers and thunderstorms, high of 85. Uh, and, you know, that's good enough for now because it'll change. You know that. It's partly cloudy and 67 now, but 89 later on today. So here's my question. I have never been uh, – I used to go – jogging i was never a runner because mm -hmm. there's a big difference between being a runner and a jogger yeah you know a big difference people don't know i'm a runner no you're actually a jogger <laughs> you're not running you're jogging yes um but i i got a question for you when i got went outside on was it saturday morning or is it sunday sunday morning, morning. sunday morning it was 72 and beautiful and they canceled the marathon yeah. Why? So I was very confused as well. Like, what? Like, I got up in the morning to take my dog to the dog park, and we're driving, and there are people running everywhere. And I was like, oh, like, people must be just <laughs> taking advantage of the nice weather we have. Like, makes sense. And then I hear on the radio, like, oh, they canceled the Twin Cities Marathon. Wait, and I was what's like, a radio? What's that? So, so it's like in your car, or there's these little boxes, and then like people oh, will say words, and then you can oh. hear them. Yeah, so, so it's so, right next to where, how you can get the internet and get this show. Correct. Right next to that. Correct. Okay. Okay, not, yeah, it. radio not as good as this show, So, but our show isn't on on Sunday morning, so I was forced to listen okay. to the radio. You're right. And, um, but anyway, yeah, so I was like, it's 70 degrees. I'm pretty sure all these people probably trained yeah. for this marathon. Forever. In 100-degree weather all summer. I know. I think they can handle running in 72 degrees. It was very confusing. What happened? Why would they call the... Here, here, first of all, if we, you were that concerned, here's what I would do, since you put all these people, everything they did on the back shelf and made this decision just to cancel it, why didn't you just let the good runners leave at 7.15 in the morning? Mm -hmm. It never got above... So they would have been done, what, two and a half hours? Yeah. Average, you think something like that? P probably. So by the time they were done, it was probably about 73, 74 degrees. And then all the other people that want to run, just give them the warning up front. If it does get up to 89 degrees, we're going to have to pull you off the route. Yeah. Let all the people who are there to run because they've been training their whole lives run because it was cool enough. Mm -hmm. And I don't think 89 is that hot to run in anyway, is it? No. I, I mean, don't think so. I mean, it's definitely jog, not. Don't you? It's definitely not comfortable to run in. No. But it's. I mean, they. I'm assuming have marathons all over the country and down south where it's much hotter year oh, round. Oh, absolutely. So they have a marathon in Florida for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah. So I think that canceling it at 70 degrees because it might get <laughs> hot later what? is uh, a little bit of a low bar, and maybe we should bump that up a little bit. But you know I guess in 2007, the Chicago Marathon was run under similar conditions. And they didn't have, like, enough water for everybody because people well, were drinking different. more water. Somebody ended up dying. A bunch of people went to the hospital. So I think they kind of did it as a precautionary. Don't, we don't people want to die in that stuff and break their legs all the time? Whoa. I don't think so. <laughs> all the time. I don't think they did. I don't think so. I don't think that's, like, the number one cause of death. There's, like, four uh, casualties every marathon. Yeah. Yeah, like, four deaths every marathon. <laughs> now, I just, I, I don't, as long as it didn't get too hot, then you mm -hmm. can stay. Like, did they even consult? The only concern I have about this deal, because I'm not a runner and I don't feel feel good about the people that train so hard to run that marathon, because they train their ass off to get that done. But I just don't understand. Why don't you serve the people who have worked really hard and let them run? And then the casual runners, well, you can run as long as it's comfortable. Once it gets to a point we think is dangerous, then you got to come off the route. Yeah. Why didn't they just do that? I mean, because if something goes wrong, they're probably worried about, you know, being sued or getting in, backlash and stuff like that. But I was yeah, in radio for 52 them. years. You think I was making a, I was worried about making mistakes, getting sued. All right. But and well, I that th didn't yeah. work. Well, and I was going to say, maybe you should have been. Yeah, I should have been. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the crazy part is, like, people still ran the route. Like, they still, like, yeah, yeah, like, was driving by Lake of the Isles where the kind of the marathon yep. winds through, and they had like speakers set up. There were groups of people cheering yeah. people yep. on, so it was like the marathon was more or less unofficially ran. So, oh, so they did run it, some like, people, pe yeah, people still ran the route yeah, as good. if it was going on, but nobody yeah. died, not that I heard of, no.
So in, in other, this is another one of those things now that I really hate about American society now. Whatever I say goes, and I'm right. I know it's 72 now, and you want to run, and you'll be done by the time it's 74. But I'm always right. I made the decision. They don't care about anybody but themselves. Yeah. That's all they care about. It's disgusting. And the forecast wasn't a surprise. Like, we knew no. it was going to be hot, so why would you not cancel it earlier to try and give at least some people a heads up? Because I'm sure people drove from way out of town to come in just to find out at 5 o'clock in the morning, day of, it's a no-go. I will tell you something, and I'm very serious about this. When I'm down in Florida, i got a bunch of friends. Doug Dawson is a friend of mine. He's from Toronto. I hate him for the next three days because we're playing the Blue Jays, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But in any case, I, I just... There are plenty of people, men and women, who carry their bag and walk an entire golf course up and down the hills for four hours when it's in the high 80s. Yep. So explain to me how this was so dangerous. These people are highly trained athletes, first of all. Yeah. They're not a bunch of fat asses running out there going, hey, maybe I'll try to get a heart attack. Or, you know, that's not what it, it made no sense to me. Again, take precautions as it gets up there higher and higher. Hey, maybe it is time now for everybody to get off the route. Mm -hmm. Why didn't you just do that? Yeah. That, I feel like, is the most logical solution rather than just cancel it, but... Let me check my phone. Did they call and ask me, Tom, what do you think? Oh, I guess they didn't. <laughs> I guess they didn't call. Tom, what do, what do you think we should do? I don't know. It's just people have gotten so, I'm in charge here and we'll do what I say. Like, oh, shut up. It's like a bunch of radio management a-holes. Anyway, what? You never Brittany, you're a runner, aren't you? I actually, uh, you know, I... Pretty much was living their exact lives yesterday. I ran two and a half miles. Hold for applause. Yesterday. Yeah. Waiting. Waiting. With a stroller. What, 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 okay. Ooh. So it's oh, okay. pretty so it's much e like a marathon. It's even easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it's easier. Yeah. The stroller I mean, does all the work. <laughs> You're motor on it the whole time. <laughs> There's this funny thing that happens. So I do the two dogs and the str running stroller. And do you know how many Minnesotans? What do you? What's the one phrase they say over and over again? Can anyone guess? Nice day, ain't it? Looks like you got your hands full. Oh there. yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, Absolute. Yeah, you got to go there. Do Looks that like again because I can't do it. Your right. hand full there. It's the just so. I the ear. It's so funny. Like I should almost record it. I should get just like a, a a body cam. How many people say that over and over to me with two dogs and a baby? But yeah, I don't know, Tom. I agree with you. I think there could, but could you imagine how insulted the people would be if we said you can only have the elite runners? I mean, that would be... No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. That everybody gets to take off. All the elite runners go first anyway, right? Yeah. So then everybody, if you want to go after them, go ahead. But at yeah. some point, if it gets too hot, we're going to have to pull you off the route. I I agree with that, especially um, the school I go to, they were looking for volunteer um student nurses to help on the course i don't know if they had enough manpower for the like the medic side because they were asking like a couple days prior so i wonder if that came into play but um i think you're right tom i think i i was kind of citing like i'm glad they canceled because if you, you know you were looking at that other marathon that people got hurt but I mean, I'd be pissed if I was a runner, yeah, showed yeah, up, yeah. flew in, <laughs> took all that time off for the run. I'd be pissed. Well, so, yeah. We have experts on about it. Matter here, uh, we got a guy on right now who's never made an effort in his life. Phil Mackey's with us. So this is it's, it, this whole thing is great because, like, <laughs> by the way, good good to see you guys again. Nice oh, to hello. see you get up to oh, three weeks. Phil. Yeah. Phil. You know, you got idiots like me, and uh, I'll just speak for me, who, you know, yesterday you wake up in the morning, I get winded, like, walking the steps to get a snack in the afternoon. And I'm like, it's oh, yeah. not that hot. What are these, these sissies? Get out there on a run. Exactly. You horned. Don't you think, though, Phil, it's a better thing. Let the, the good runners run. Because they would have been done by the time it was about 73, 74 anyway. Yeah, they made the choice. This is what happened. This is why I quit eighth grade football, by the way. Okay. <laughs> we, sh we showed up to practice one day. And it was probably because it's like August, like late August. You start your little middle school football practice. And uh, the coaches are always like looking for reasons to make you run because they want to make sure you're in condition. It's like 90 degrees. And we have to run uh, two laps around all three practice fields. Right. And if. 
only one of you doesn't finish in the allotted time, then everyone has to run again. So, of course, like, the fattest, oh. most out-of-shape guy <laughs> doesn't finish right. the first time, and he's not going to finish the second time. Now he's all tired. It's like, I think they made this decision because of the people that were going to run in five hours, five and a half hours, right? Mm. Like, if you're still out there at noon and it's 86 degrees, easy for me to judge sitting on my couch watching yeah. football for 10 hours, you know. <laughs> Get out there! Get out there and run. Again, you know, if you got to pull them off the route later on, but not letting people start when it's 70 degrees, what? Yeah. It makes no sense to me. Oh, by the way, yeah. I need to ask you because it says you're supposed to be out by 15. Do you have to be out by 15? I got to be out by uh, by 20 or 22 with our. So we have okay, a very, 20. very packed uh, Purple Daily schedule here during football season. Sure, so sure. We, yeah. Okay, so the, Viking, the Vikings fans need to celebrate the first win since January, Tom. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's only nine months. I mean, what the hell? Uh, yeah, so, so from now on, will you, you, you guys will be on 810 to 820? Yeah. Well, does that work? Yeah, I just that's good. Make, good, uh, good. I wanted to make sure that was the situation. Um, yeah, I did, uh, I did watch the game. I, uh, I watched both games yesterday which means I was by myself for about seven straight hours, which is a little lonely, but, you know. Um, Sad violin in the background. I, I have to ask Tom's you, house. you know what else happened to me? <laughs> you know what else? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you pumped up here? We got, we're, the, twins gonna are gonna win their, the Twins are going to win their first playoff game since 2004 tomorrow. I know. Are you excited? I am very, very excited. There's no question about that. Uh, I watched, uh, like I said, I watched the, the game. Oh, I should, before we move on from football, we'll, we'll finish with baseball. How about that? Before sure. we move on from football, um, that quarterback for Carolina might be one of the worst quarterbacks <laughs> I have ever seen. The guy it's has really, no... It's really bad. Does he not see left and right? He can only see straight ahead. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> hell? Do they, yeah, do they test for that at the NFL combine? Okay, he ran a well, he ran a forty yard dash, a three cone drill. Does he have peripheral vision? Right, yeah. right, exactly. He was just would just stand there and get smoked because he didn't see anyone coming. I mean, don't yeah, you it was, so he was the number one overall pick by oh, by the Panthers, oh, and God. he was he was the stud quarterback at Alabama, <laughs> and he's only making like his third start of his mm -hmm. career. So like, you know, let's give him five All minutes right. to figure it out. But right. but that was bad. I think Terrible. You know, you know, Andy Dalton is their backup, and we were joking. We did a live event at Park Tavern yesterday, and we were joking. How many times as a football fan have you been like, "Wow, we really dodged a bullet that Andy Dalton didn't start <laughs> against our team today." <laughs> That, but they probably that. lose if Andy Dalton starts, yeah, you know. That's yeah. probably true. I, I just could not believe. And by the way, uh, the Minnesota Vikings suck. They're not good at all. So in order to lose to the Vikings, you got to try really hard. Yeah, I mean, the Vikings have just everything that went right for them last year. Mm -hmm. they, they got mm -hmm. in yep. all these close games yep. last year. You know, they were like 11-0 and 0 in close games in 2022. And every way the ball could possibly bounce differently this year, what they they've had four turnovers at the goal line, and so they're yeah. marching down, they're ready to score a touchdown, and then Justin Jefferson drops the ball out of bounds against the Eagles. Or yesterday, uh, you had the 99-yard interception return on oh, the first God. drive of the game. Oh God! Going back and and they overcome it and they win, but they have literally turned the ball over in four games. Four times on the goal line, yes. trying to punch it in for a touchdown. So it is unbelievable. The Vikings do end up winning their uh, what? Zero uh, and one, or what the hell? One and one and three. One now. and three. One and three. Yep. What a great record! All right, let's talk a little. <laughs> let's talk a little. What is it? Baseball season? Is it? It's is that it really? fall crisp in the air. What yes. is it I hear in the background? Is that light happy music? That might just be the light <laughs> happy music, baby. The Twins are in the playoffs. Light, happy music from 1987. I remember when we first played that in 1987. They're like, that team is like 85. Because <laughs> they won 85. They were 85 and 77 that year. Yeah. Why are you so happy you're playing light, happy music? This team is going to get smoked. I said, I don't think so. Because remember, I picked them to win at the beginning of the season. I picked them to win the World Series. And I remember Gaetti after they won, it went, how the hell did you know this? Said, we don't even think we're good. What, is, what do you say? <laughs> exactly. That light, happy music is one. All right, so you got a couple of minutes to talk about your Minnesota Twins. Uh, I saw the first half and the second half stats. This team is a lot better in the second half than they were in the first half. 
They are. This is one of the five best offenses, I think, since the All-Star break yeah. in terms yep. of just run production. And they've got two of the best starting pitchers in the American League. Now, the Blue Jays have, if there's like, like take the five best starting pitchers, the Blue Jays have one, and he's pitching tomorrow, Kevin Gausman. Little, uh, little split-fingered action against those Twins hitters. But I, I just, it's, we're going to find out, too, I think today or maybe tomorrow morning if Royce Lewis and the hamstring can yeah, go. Yeah, There's just something about that kid, man. He's He's got a Kirby Puckett-like sort of <laughs> he does. leadership quality, a hop on my back sort of a thing. So I, I still think they can win the series without him, but having him would, would make me even more confident. What's, so. what's your view? You think any, any shot? I do. First of all, it's, it's baseball, Good. so like in theory, every game should be kind of a coin flip. But there's a guy. I don't know if you guys have seen this. There's a, a YouTube documentary that came out like last week. A Twins fan. I'm going to get his name here. We were actually DMing on Twitter this morning. His name is Chris Hanel. H A N E L. So his YouTube channel is just Chris Hanel. His name. He did an hour and a half documentary about the Twins' 0-18 playoff losing streak. It's the the worst playoff losing streak in the history of North American team sports. But it doesn't get as much pub because it's not a New York team, not a Boston team. So he went through every single game, and he he did a bunch of math to figure out, you know, at this point in the game in 2004, when the Twins had a two-run lead in the eighth inning, they had a 90% chance to win. So he looked at the, the percent chance they had to win each of these 18 games. And he does the math and finds out that for them to lose all 18 games, 69 billion to one odds. <laughs> Jeez. 69 only, billion to one. Only Minnesota, baby. That's all I got to say. Only Minnesota. All right, Pally, I know you got to go, but this is going to be, I like starting the show with you guys. This is a great idea. Or a terrible idea. We're going well, to find out. That's true. We'll it might just train wreck everything, but we'll find out, I guess. Mackie, did you see that my Chiefs won? Oh, that game last night, boy, first of all, Taylor Swift just chugging cocktails up there. Yeah. She she was with uh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds and then yeah. Anthony from the Queer Eye show on Netflix. It was like just random celebrities in that booth. Yeah, Taylor Swift's boyfriend and his boyfriend's BFF did a really good job on the field. So good job. <laughs> nice job. Football. Yes. Football. Go team. <laughs> Go Swifties. Woo. I tried to get you out on time there, but apparently Taylor Swift was way too important to get you out on time. <laughs> it was it was ne- it was a necessary side street. Yes. Really was. There's no question about it. All right, Pally, we'll See talk to you on Friday. Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen, score North Course. Judd will be on on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Phil back on Friday. we got to take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes. Chris, we've got a lot of news to talk about this morning, as a matter of fact. I had a lot of questions about the headlines this morning, and I'm sure that Chris Eggert would be the guy to turn to, don't you think? Oh, yeah. heck Nobody yeah. better. That didn't sound sincere at all. Nobody better? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> are you sure? No one? Really? <laughs> Oh How sure are you about that statement? <laughs> no, <laughs> really, it's like nobody? everybody in the window. <laughs> everybody, you're the. Well, wait a minute. That's true. All right, y'all have helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Well, great news: the My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price, $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get the six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% saving. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. 
Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? An old school website with outdated information? Hubbard Interactive can help. They can do it all for your business. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things all the best ways. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp. Plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. There he is looking at me right now. Chris Egger joins us from Channel 5. You know what's weird about the new starting the show at 8 rather than 7? Yes, sir. I slept a little later. I got up, turned you guys on, and it was that damn national news already. You were already gone. Yeah, uh, by the, by 7 o'clock, good, good Morning America comes on, and then we're back getting ready and prepping for our 9 o'clock show. Getting so, rid of the seven o'clock show. Um, just network. Who cares? I do not have, a, I do not have control over that particular programming decision, Tom. As much you of a don't. surprise as that might be to you, <laughs> it is a huge surprise. I'll just call Stanley later on today and go, Stanley, get rid of that national news. It is worthless. Um, I think a lot of people would like to have local news in that spot, but I know that uh, <laughs> Good Morning America is a is a wildly popular show. So. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I did not know yeah. that. It's, I've yeah, never it's, seen it. I think it might be the highest rated, like across the country, uh, highest number of viewers compared to the other uh, morning news broadcasts. I believe. Yeah, but that's just because of the time slot they're in. You could just like record it and have right. it air later in the day. Run that by. Yeah, maybe. yeah, probably not though, because it's pretty valuable <laughs> real estate for them. So. You know, it's so great, and I wanted this is one of, one of the reasons. Now you have till forty five, do you not? I want to make sure that that. Would that slot work I think for you? I'm supposed to. Well, listen, you guys tell me what to do. No, 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 no. It's your schedule and we're going to stick to it. I, I was under the impression I was supposed to be a little shorter, but that was only to fit the format of your guys' show, not necessarily because I needed to go. Well, yeah. Okay, okay. So, but I mean, you can go out earlier some days or whatever, but I want to make sure the latest you can be on would be like 44, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure that that was true because we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, people making these wonderful decisions that they're making, saying things about. Here's a headline we'll start with. And by the way, I got I to gotta point out to you, I don't really have a, a lot of emotion about this because it's gotten so psychotic. 
Yesterday, I watched the Viking game, then I watched the Twins game, and I figured, oh, I may as well check out the headlines, and I went back and forth between Fox and CNN and all those other ones. All they do now on all of yep. those shows is, oh, you know what? That Trump is the worst human being on earth. Then you turn to the other channel. You know what? Biden is the worst human being on earth. I'm like, Jesus, really? I mean, it's not really like this is left and this is right. It's like you can't even see how far apart we are. It's disgusting. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, you're not wrong. It's absolutely the way it is. And um, which I think people are growing very, very tired of. I mean, I, I, I know that's the kind of feedback I get from people on it. And, but, I, you know, I, I don't know what to say either. Like, I, they're obviously pretty entrenched, you know, pretty dug in on how they're going to be doing things and what they're going to be talking about. So there you go. Now, here's an example of what I'm talking about. Yep. Star Tribune headline, the headline, one of two big headlines this morning in the Star Tribune. Target's closings beca- because of crime protect its profit but at the expense of communities. They shut the stores down because of violence, which your communities voted for, by the way. Oh, no, no, let people wander the streets with sticks and guns and all the rest of it. Don't arrest them. But somehow it's Target's fault? Are you out of your mind? Oh, we're going to close the store because people are getting hurt. I I had every confidence that when they announced that last week that they're going to be closing some of those stores, that there would be, you know... There would be more that will be said about that, for sure. And I will say again, you better get these people under control in the streets. Otherwise, it's going to be you aren't going to believe the amount of death that comes at the back end of this if you people don't get your head out of your ass and get this world under control again. Um, in completely other news. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm still going to rail for a while. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I just, I hate that when they try to blame everything is be, oh, corporate's horrible. Look, corporate's not great. I understand they work a lot of different angles, all the rest of it. Target closed, what, nine stores, I think, in the country? Yeah, somewhere around there. The most violent stores uh, of theirs, they closed them. Didn't say they were going to close them for good or they're never coming back or that's not what they said. What we need to do as communities is get this under control so people just don't think they can walk up to your car at a stoplight and put a gun to your head. Happens every single hour of every day now. Yeah, and you'd like to think that it's, you know, it, it's not happening everywhere. But, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's too many major cities where, right. you know, uh, I, I'm not reading in too many places of, City XYZ has solved all of its problems. No, you're not. (laughs) Exactly. No, like I said, um, and I suppose part of it is the fact that it's the Dayton family and it's a locally started business. The first one, I believe, was in Crystal, Minnesota. Target is a local product, so maybe I'm very touchy about that. But I think Target's done a hell of a job. But, But again, the headline, Target's closing because of crime. Protect its profit, but at the expense of communities. How? Yeah, I mean, I, how? Well, wasn't there some figure when they when that story came out last week? Like it's millions and hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes. Mm-hmm. That the stores are losing. That's crazy. When you think you about can't keep that open. How much money it is? And what was I? I just saw some surveillance video the other day. I, I don't think it was a Target, but um, a couple of people were stealing some stuff in a store. And um, they were walking out with it, and there was a loss prevention officer who did try to stop mm-hmm. them. Right. And they grabbed a thing of like pepper spray or mace, and they just sp- <laughs> sprayed the guy in the face Jeez. and like Jesus. tried to push the cart out. Yeah. And this this dude actually like fought back, which I was under the impression they're not even really supposed to do that. Like, they're really not supposed to, like, physically confront people. But I suppose maybe the guy was pissed he had freaking pepper spray in his eyes. That'll do it. That'll piss you off. You ever been pepper sprayed? Yes. No. Me Have too. You, Brittany? Yeah, because in the military you get this. It's called, oh, like, right. SES gas. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they make yep. you – there was, like – it's, like, 10 – like, 5% of people um, are immune to it. And then, like, 1% of people have – Throw, you you violently uh, throw up, and guess where I fell? Um, throw up. Bleh. Yep. And then so they make you after they do the SES gas, and they ask you questions, and you have to answer. So they're like, 
hey, you know, Private Hagen, you know, what's your social? And I was like, five, bleh, like just kept blowing <laughs> up as I was trying to talk. And then we had to leave the room and oh, I couldn't God. even stand up. So I was like crawling out of there, just throwing up. Oh. So yeah, I got, uh, I was really cute for a bathing suit season the next summer because I, you know. Yeah, lost. lost five pounds at least. <laughs> uh, Brittany, it's funny you bring that up. I was just reading this before I walked in here in the Wall Street Journal today. Um, I think it was Wall Street Journal. The military is having issues trying to figure out a standard for what physical fitness means. Oh, yeah. And I guess it sounds like depending on which um, branch of the military you're in, there are different fitness standards which can include like measuring around your waist yeah that's always been around yeah but what that's always been around but there's debate right now <laughs> happening about whether there should be some kind of a standard um xy is measuring around your waist really an actual great gauge of someone's fitness is a really interesting article yeah so it's um the military has always done so they've done it's combined. They do the physical. I mean, this is when I was in the physical fitness yeah. test and then height and weight. And then if you don't make height and weight, like a lot of times I weighed too much within, but I'd be within my um, BMI. I got to stop I you was, for one second. Yeah. Your knee looks like a bald man's head. He was staring you. at you. Thank you. That's my, <laughs> my husband is watching the show. It looks like a bald guy staring at her. Doesn't it? <laughs> I'm wearing pink leggings today. Chris, I told him I wasn't putting on actual clothes because I'm reporting here from Eden Prairie. Yes, absolutely. Sorry. I enjoy the Eden Prairie Bureau. It's fun. Thank you. Um, And so uh, they used to, if you'd pass the physical fitness test, but you failed, you know, the the height and weight, you'd get uh, measurements. And a lot of times I wouldn't pass the weight part because, you know, it's just a lot of times had to do with being tall and muscle and whatever. And yeah, it was, yep. <clears throat> so I do the, the measurements and make it fine with that. But, um, after I left, so that used to be a two minute, my, I mean, a two miles, two minutes of sit-ups and two minutes of push-ups, And they had all these parameters around that. And, uh, a lot of it was pretty easy, but then they switched. Now they do like a shuttle run thing. It's like a whole program they do of all different workouts which, you know, I don't know where you guys fall with all of it, but there are some jobs where you really, in the military, don't have to be physically fit at all. I mean, we did a lot. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of different aspects. So I guess it kind of comes down to, like, where do people feel comfortable with their military being? Do they have to be physically fit if they're doing a job where they're uh, controlling a drone? I don't know. I, I guess I, I always lean towards kind of... um a lot of times we'd be really annoyed because our um, you'd get pat, especially during the time where they were having a hard time recruit is they would let really unfit people into the military or like let them stay because they were kind of grandfathered in. So I don't know. How do you guys feel about your military looking a certain way? Yeah. Tom, what do you think? As long as they have big guns, I don't give a rat's ass. Like you mean, obviously arms you mean, right? No, I'm talking about oh. rifles. Oh, okay. Cannons, you know, things like that. Yeah. The fit, like, I feel like being physically fit, I mean, I guess it probably helps if you're carrying a lot of equipment and you're, you know, right. running around. But yeah, a lot of times, Brittany, you're saying, like, if it's a drone, if you're controlling a drone or you're doing something that doesn't require a lot of physical exertion, I don't think we need to ha- make sure you can run a two minute mile. And if you are in the military, like, what, it's a lot like the NFL combine where they do, like, yeah. all the different <clears throat> stuff. And it's like, when's the last time a military member would had to, jog two miles in battle like it probably doesn't happen a lot like you should be fit enough to carry your own equipment and then also i guess you don't want to be so muscular where if something happens you got to get dragged out now your fellow soldiers can't drag you back to safety right that's interesting i do know this we relentlessly tease you if you don't pass your pt test so there's that (laughs) yeah so it's just like grade school yeah, it's uh, the military is a lot like grade school and cheerleading camp. I always tell people is you have to act super into everything. Like we would be getting in trouble and we'd have to do like squats in the middle of the field. And I would always like take that terrorism as loud as I could all the time, no matter what the exercise was. So. That's a nice touch. I like that. Thank you. No question about that. OK, another thing I got to run by you guys. 
because we got, like I said, uh, on one channel, Trump is the worst human being ever born. On the other channel, you got Biden's the worst human being ever born. And then, of course, you go inside the two parties and they're battling up a storm. Uh, Gates to seek uh, to oust McCarthy as speaker. Bring it on, McCarthy says. Yep. I got a, qu- a question for you. <clears throat> and maybe I'm wrong about this, but whatever. I have never liked Matt Gates. I think he's an arrogant asshole and always has been. Uh, I don't know much about McCarthy, but I have a question for you. I, I just, this is a guy, Gates, didn't he get hammered once on an ethics charge? He was dating a 17-year-old girl. Oh. Is that not right? There was some kind of <laughs> Um, I know that. I, I I don't have it. I don't remember that right off the top of my head. All the details of I it. Think I think AJ's looking it up. Let's find there out was if there's an a... accusation, uh, allegation, and I and I know that like he he definitely um, has made no bones about it that he's trying to oust McCarthy. And, right. And like, right. And that's like he, you know, I, I I don't. I think some of what it sounded like McCarthy was frustrated about was that Gates was just doing it for the sake of doing it um, to be antagonistic with them. But I, I also, there's a lot of interesting conversation about that, all that discussion over trying to get the, keep the government running. A lot of that is coming down to Ukraine, which is, you know, and that, and that, um, that's something that I don't, I think they, they did not approve any money for Ukraine in this particular They did deal. not, right. Exactly. And that, that's going to be something over the next months, uh, weeks and months, that there you're going to see a pretty big dividing line, I'm guessing, in, in uh, out in Washington. I have a question for you about that. And again, I'm not saying they should or should not send troops or send money or whatever the hell they're doing. But you have all of the Eastern Hemisphere, and I don't see a lot of help they're getting from anybody over there, are they? Maybe I just haven't seen it. I mean, is there any other country in Europe or in Asia or anywhere helping them? Um, some of the European countries are helping. I just read an article this morning that Britain was talking about. Um, there had been some discussion about Britain sending training troops into Ukraine oh, okay. to help to train <clears throat> yep. some Ukrainian soldiers. And the Russians... Uh, they like basically said that's an if that happens that's an act of aggression and Ooh. get ready because we're gonna start lobbing missiles at them and like it it does Jesus. none of that thing listen any historically when you talk about world war starting it always starts with one thing like that yeah, that it does it, yeah you know and I don't I don't know I, I obviously don't have an opinion on it but I I don't like it I I mean I, there's no. nothing about any of that that I like. So, yeah, now we got to be arguing between Gates and this. And Did you ever find it, out? Yeah, so I looked it up, and he was not charged with sex trafficking a minor, but there was somebody who was uh, convicted, looks like a Greenberg, pleaded, pleaded guilty to six charges, including sex trafficking of a minor, identity theft, stalking, but uh, Gates was not charged. They said he was innocent in the whole thing. So he brought all his buddies in, and they got him out of the deal. Uh, I cannot confirm that that is <laughs> what happened, but it he is seems to be the possible. slimiest pig ever born. And now he's we got to get him out of there. You, sir, are a scumbag of the first. He seems order. like the dude, and Ugh. I don't know anything about him, but he kind of <laughs> seems like, like just looking at him and hearing him, he seems like the dude in like every 1980s teen angsty show <laughs> exactly. where he's like the jock on the other team, you know, <laughs> yeah. the guy that whether it's karate kid you know whatever yep. it might yeah be, like he's the quarterback of the football team he's the you know whatever he just has that he has that vibe that's for sure no question about it and i know you only got one more minute so i'm gonna run this out there dean phillips is stepping down from democratic leadership after uh, pushing back on biden's 2024 run i've had uh, dean phillips on this show as a member of the, the family yeah. show uh, so maybe I should reach out to Dean and find out if he wants to come on and talk about this at all. But he he is one of those guys stepping up. Now, I'm sure he probably wants to run, which might be pushing him down that uh, that road. But I, I literally, honest to God, we're going to have to get these two parties together and sit down face-to-face and go, look, we got we got to straighten this whole deal out. This country is a mess. And it is. This country right now is a mess. 
Yeah, Philip said he he's he's dropping out of his leadership duties so he because he doesn't agree the the way the Democratic caucus is right. headed with the 24 election, which is a is a polite way of saying he doesn't support Biden, right? I mean, basically yeah, that's true. It all comes down to um, and he had thrown out the idea of running for president at one point. Right. Um, Yeah, I I feel like everybody, you know, to your point, Tom, like everybody's waiting for this, some sort of catalyst or some great uniter to come along and just bring everybody together. But, you know, it it doesn't look that way at this particular moment in time. Like that person hasn't revealed themselves yet. Well, it's nice now, though, they, they went past Chuck Schumer, who's also an imbecile. Uh, they're both sides. They're a bunch of morons. I'm sorry. But uh, unfortunately, Chuck Schumer didn't get his way and that uh, Fetterman has to wear underwear now. So that's good. I would love just for the record, and this is not a political statement. I would love to wear a hooded sweatshirt to work. Every day. <laughs> I bet you would. I bet you'd be nice and comfortable. Now, granted, I don't sit in I don't sit in the hallowed walls of, of Congress halls of Congress, but yeah, look at Brittany. There you go. There she is, hooded sweatshirt of her closet. <laughs> the hallowed walls. I like that. There you go. That works for me. All right, young man. Another tremendous report as always. But I, like I said, I I used to get pissed off reading all these headlines about this sucks and that sucks and Target sucks and you suck. And I'm done with it. If you want to be so miserable, live your life. I'm a very happy guy. My wife's back in town, which I'm happy about. You know, right? I work I, with I, wonderful people. I mean, look around. I definitely can tell don't, Catherine's don't look back around. in town. Yeah. Oh, can you? A little better <laughs> yeah. mood for Uncle Tom. Yeah, if she weren't in town, I'd be going, these sons of bitches in both parties. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're right, I would be. I'd be much, have much more of an edge to me. She's as good as it gets, man. All right, pal. Say, say hi to Mackie and Judd. I ran into him at the Gophers game on um, Saturday, and we had a grand old time. So they're looking forward to being on. That team sucks. The Gophers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Mackie and Judd. <laughs> Mackie and Judd. Yeah, exactly. Mackie Bobble. and Judd, they suck. Uh. <laughs> That didn't yeah. sound, you're right, that did not sound good. I well, did not mean uh, Phil On that Joe. note, I'm going to go. You guys All have right. a good time. <laughs> Gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold called Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. You know what's so hilarious about that? I ran into a bunch of listeners over the weekend. There was a nice woman I, I ran into. it. You know Jerry's out there and he dying at the grocery yeah. store? Mm-hmm. I ran into her out there and she's in line. And she looked at me and then she looked back because I'm waiting to check out. And she looks at me again and she goes, you look familiar. I said, oh, no, there. And she goes, Tom. (laughs) Tom. No, I know you're trying to hide, but you're not hiding. But no, they, they, almost everybody, I rented like four or five listeners over the weekend, different places. And every one of them mentioned, boy, sure can't wait till Catherine gets back in town. (laughs) Same. Same. I've been saying that all weekend. No, saying, I, oh, I can't, have. I can't wait till. Ca- I thought she came back on Saturday. She did. So why were you so alone on Sunday? What do you mean alone? Well, because she you... probably didn't want to sit down and watch the Vikings and then the Twins. Oh, no, back no, that's back. why. Yeah. yeah, she didn't want to watch sports. So she just left you. She came back in town and then left you. Stayed upstairs with Jude, who, by the way, needs Mm. to be hospitalized for Christ's sake. (laughs) Yeah. When she walked in the door, I thought he was going to lose his mind. He's jumping up and down. (laughs) Like Jesus, what the hell's wrong with you? You're a lot of things, Tom, but you're no Catherine. You'll never be Catherine. I'll never be Catherine. I'll never be that good. No. I can't even deny it. How could I possibly deny it? Right? Right, right. You don't have to agree with me. It's not necessary to oh, agree. Oh, Tom, you're just the same. Yeah. Interchangeable. Oh. Amazing. All right, all of you hit the road and get away from me. That's all I'm saying. Actually, don't hit the road because we'll be right back right after this break. That's a good way to put it. This is Tom Nair for my friend at Throttle Therapy. All my friends over there, Pally. The friends at Power Lodge Miller Marine is what I'm talking about. If you're the type that doesn't mind a little hard work or getting mud everywhere as long as you've got your you know, right, right machine, this is for you. Power Lodge is Minnesota's CF Moto Superstore. Since they buy more, you save more. And Power Lodge has new deals to get you ready for your fall escape. Save thousands on CF Moto off-road and side-by-sides. 4x4 starting at an unbelievable 
$4,599. Get ready for whatever the wilderness throws at you this year. No matter how tough the job, Power Lodge in their five locations has you covered with a three-year warranty on select units. That's three years' peace of mind. Bring home the keys and the freedom to ride with confidence. You can hear the motor humming in your mind's ear already. It always starts at the Lodge. Power Lodge. Plus, for a limited time, get a free CF Moto generator when you purchase select units. Powering your adventures even further with locations in Ramsey, Sauk Rapids, Onamia, St. Cloud, and Brainerd. Power Lodge is your sports go-to destination and is the largest CF Moto dealer in the state. Call or visit today and check my throttle therapy buddies out online at PowerLodge.com. Your CF Moto Escape starts at the Lodge. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B, Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel. 